Steve Belichick joins us now and we'll get started with the first question from Mike Reese. Steve, how you doing? Good, Mike. How are you today? Doing well, thank you. Um, sort of ask a question looking ahead to Kyler Murray and the Cardinals, but but related a little bit back to the last game, try to tie it together. Seems like like rush lane um, integrity is really important against those quarterbacks that can move. So I was sort of curious how the challenge of facing Kyler, similar to Allen, maybe different than that. And and how'd you think that sort of how'd you think the group did last in the last game against Allen in that area? Yeah, there's always things that um that we need to do better um coming out of every game, but I'd say um, you know, no no two players are the same. I always say that. And you know, Kyler, he's he's different than than Josh Allen, and um, you know all these guys are different. But I'd say that uh, there's a lot of these quarterbacks in the league, so it's it's important to to have good rush integrity every single week. So we'll stress it this week, just like we did last week and a lot of other times during the year. What and just curious, Steve, what what did you think the last game like? Was it obviously you can always be better, right? Did you think it was okay? I mean, or was that an area maybe? that fell a little bit short of what you were looking for in that specific area. Um, yeah, like I said, there's just, there's some things that, that we got to clean up coming out of every single game. And next question, Andrew Callahan. Hey Steve, it's good to talk to you. Um, I wanted to know about just kind of the, the schedule this week, as far as, you know, the defensive staff goes, I know it's unusual coming off a Thursday night game, going into a Monday game. Is most of the game plan determined by now? Do you start to install it tomorrow with the Tuesday practice, or where are you in that process? Uh, yeah, it's definitely a, um, a unique week, um, or however many, over a week, um, with the uh, Thursday to Monday game. Kind of last week was a little different, too, Thursday to Thursday. I didn't know what day it was uh, in my world and then in the real world, but um, you know, we'll take the time and go through some stuff and um, go about it the best the best way that we feel uh, we can to get the team ready to go. So it sounds like the game plan is not hasn't been determined too much just yet. Um, there's been a lot of conversations, but we still got a lot of a lot of time. So we still got another uh, another week from this point on. So there's been plenty of a good conversation. I wouldn't say it's, you know, rubber stamped and all final, but, um, you know, we've had plenty of conversations about it so far, but we got a lot of time. So make sure we have a good plan going in. Thanks, Steve. Thank you. Next question, Bob Sosey. Good morning, Steve. Morning. Uh, understanding that Arizona's had a lot of personnel changes. There's a lot of injuries um, on the, both sides of the ball, but as players have come and gone, have there been consistent characteristics of their offense that you've seen you know, during the course of the year? And how would you describe a Cliff Kingsbury's approach as a play caller? Um, yeah, I'd say that, uh, you know, even with a lot of a lot of guys in and out of the lineup, they're still very explosive, um, very dangerous. Um, and obviously you could see that with uh, that they have good depth on the roster because, you know, Quarterback missed some time, receivers missed some time. Uh, Ertz has uh, missed the last few games, but they, they're still a really good team, really good offense. Um, so you could just see that uh, clearly they have a lot of good depth <clears throat> on their roster. And, and a quick follow-up regarding James Conner. 
Um, you know, Hovley, uh, in essence, I guess we've gotten the most out of him uh, as a as a goal line back, but also just overall his productivity in both phases, passing and, and catching and, and running. Yeah, they like to use their backs uh, in the passing game, which, um, uh, you know, those guys are dangerous with the ball in their hands. Um, and when they get out to out into space, they're hard to tackle. So uh, I'm not surprised that they use them in the passing game um, as well as just handing the ball off to them. So, like I said, they're, um, they got a lot of good players out there, a lot of, a lot of things to defend. Thanks, Steve. Thank you. Next question, Chris Ryan. Hey, Steve, how are you? I'm good. How are you today? Good. Um, obviously, two, last two games against two elite offenses. What do you like about what the defense has put on tape uh, over the last two weeks? Um, you know, we've done, we've done some stuff well, but it hasn't been good enough. Um, you know, the only stat that's really important is, is getting a win, and we haven't been able to do that um, and help our team enough to, to get those wins. So we've done some things well, but um, not good enough. So we need to, need to improve here going forward um, this week. Is the turnover aspect of things, forcing turnovers, is that that's obviously something you guys are always working on, but do you feel like you've had more opportunities to, to do that and just haven't been able to capitalize? How do you view the, uh, the turnover side of things? Yeah, sometimes those things come in bunches. Um, you know, you have a couple games where, where you're not getting as many as you want, and then there's other games where they just kind of, um, like I said, come in bunches. So um, to your point a second ago, we're always stressing, stressing turnovers. Those are huge, huge plays um, for our team in the game um, when we can come down with it and, and get our offense in good field position and go from defense to offense. So we'll always stress that, but sometimes they just come in, come in bunches and um, it's not like the guys aren't working to, to get the turnovers, but sometimes the ball just doesn't bounce your way. Thanks. Thank you. Next question, Mark Daniels. Hey, Steve. Uh, hope all is well. Um, look, looking over the roster, you know, the past, the past two games, the receivers you faced, Justin Jefferson, Diggs, and you got Hopkins, Devontae Adams, Chase, obviously Tyreek Hill, and then, you know, Stephon Diggs again. It's it's kind of a, you know, crazy way the schedule plays out, um, but it's just one. And it's hard to compare, but have you ever, you know, had a row of games like this when with, you know, this many talented receivers and two, you know, what type of stress does it put on a defense? And, you know, what do you guys have to do to, you know, try to keep these in check? Um, uh, I'm sure there has been a stretch of games. I can't, I can't think of one off the top of my head where um, you kind of play, play the guys like this consecutively. But, um, yeah, obviously those are some of the best players in the league um, that happen to play receiver. But some of those guys are, are as good as anybody out there. Um, they all do things differently to to challenge the defense and put stress on the defense, and we need to um, go out there and make sure we can we can handle them. And um, it's the same every week. Uh, CNFL, there's always good players on the other side of the ball. Um, it's just uh, just got to do a better job than than what we've been doing in some of those areas. But um, try and come up with, come up with a plan this week and. Uh, handle Hopkins and deal with the next problem the following week. Thank you. Thanks.
And final question, Andrew Callahan. Hey, Steve, I have an uh, excellent question for you generally, because it seems at least statistically, you guys are doing a really good job with a four man rush. And I know that speaks to more than just the rush, but team defense as a whole, the plays in which you're dropping a first level defender back and then have them replaced in the rush by like a linebacker safety corner. You classify those as creepers, simulated pressures. Like what do you have a, a name for those style of calls? Um, no, not, not really. Um, just kind of switching things up and trying to give the offense different looks. Um, sometimes in, in calls, if you can, you know, if nine guys are doing the same thing that, that they would do and you could just switch, switch two guys. If I do your job and you do my job, it can look, uh, it can look complex at times. Um, or if I just do what I normally do and you do what you normally do. It's the same for the other nine guys, but you know, me and you just just don't switch spots or don't change responsibilities. So um, some of those things uh, are built in. Some of those things are, you know, on field decisions by the players. Um, just try and uh, yeah, do do a couple things a little bit different and um, not try and be. We always want things to be fundamentally sound and not, you know, do something crazy and. Uh, ask guys to do things that they might not be, you know, that they may not excel at, but if we can do something a little different, then um, I've always felt that that's, that's a good thing. So there's a, there's a time and a place for that at the same time. You don't want to be um, taking guys away from the things that they really excel at and, and asking them to do things that they may not be quite as good at. So there's a balance there. And, um, we try and and keep those things moving relative to the week, relative to who we're playing, um, the strengths and the and the weaknesses of our opponents, and um, how they run their protections. And there's a lot that that goes into it. But like I said, some of those are um, you know designed and uh, and we set it up that way as a defensive staff. Some of those things are or just the players on the field trusting their instincts and uh, and just being smart football players. And I know they're they're obviously not new with the idea of kind of switching assignments. I know Bill has spoken to, you know, Rodney and Ty Law 20 years ago doing the same things to provide a kind of different look. Has that package or area when it's designed been expanded at all this season? I know it's not new, but it seems to really help you guys, at least statistically, when you've run those calls. Um. Yeah, I'd say that was, those were kind of like my um, real developmental years um, in my uh, football um, background and roots and stuff like that. I was learning from from those guys and how, uh, to your example, Ty and and Rodney just doing something small to switch spots on their own out on the field and understanding, um, you know, if the offense comes out of the huddle and and we get this type of look that uh, it may be more beneficial for Rodney to do Ty's job and Ty to do uh, Rodney's job. And so um, those are kind of the things that uh, that you try and teach players about uh, understanding um, the concept of the defense. And uh, if it's just me and you trying to um, do something a little bit different, um, that may play into our strengths better, even though uh, relative to what 
what we see from the or what they see from the offense. So really try and teach teach the big concepts. And, you know, I always go back to how I learned was, you know, how many guys are rushing and how many guys are in coverage. And if you could take a coverage guy and make him a rusher and take a rusher and make him a coverage player, the concept doesn't change for for the whole defense. It just it just gives a little bit of a, a different look. Um, you know, you see, I've learned a lot about that really with linebackers and safeties, um, becoming interchangeable, not that corners and defensive linemen are defensive linemen aren't involved in that, but, um, you know, just trying to create versatility and, uh, no coaches out there on the field, you know, when the offense breaks the huddle, you can't talk to those guys. You can't. <clears throat> tell them what to do but you can try and teach them that if we see this we could do that and and make sure that it's it's fundamentally sound and um, those guys understand what what we're trying to get done on defense and I think our players do a really good job of that and going back to the tie law Rodney example and in the recent years since I've been here you know guys like like Rob Ninkovich and uh, Jamie and Hightower and Van Noy and all the safeties, Pat Chung. Um, there's a lot of other names on that list, but uh, trying to figure out how they see the game and how how to explain certain things and certain looks relative to the skill sets of the guys out there. Awesome. Thank you, Steve. Thanks. All right. Thank you very much, Steve. We appreciate your time today. And we'll have Troy Brown up next. All right. You guys have a good day. Thank you.